I'm Charlie Chen. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about a podcast. Specifically, we're going to be talking about Serial, which is an award-winning podcast series about how high school student Anand Syed was convicted for murdering his ex-girlfriend Hei Min Lee, a crime which he may or may not have committed. Before we continue, I would like to acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded on the ancestral and unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. So in 1999, a Korean high school student, Heimin Lee, was found dead in Lincoln Park in Baltimore, Maryland. When police started investigating, they questioned Hay's family and friends, including her current Caucasian boyfriend, Don, who had an alibi for the time of Hay's death. Immediately after that, police settled on their next suspect as the murderer, Hay's Pakistani Muslim ex-boyfriend, Adnan Syed. Adnan didn't have an alibi for the time of Hay's murder. He was around the school waiting for his track practice to start, and he couldn't remember exactly where he was at that time, which made the police believe that he was Hay's murderer. Adnan was arrested and eventually convicted of Hay's murder and sentenced to life plus 30 years in prison. The problem is, there are so many holes in the case that when you listen to the podcast serial and start to understand the details, it becomes very hard to process how a 17-year-old could receive such a harsh sentence with so little proof that he actually committed this murder. What does become obvious as you listen to Serial is that there are major racial profiling issues within this case, and also fundamental problems in the justice system that disadvantage minorities and racialized groups. It is so obvious that there is so much discrimination within police forces in the justice system. People like Adnan are common suspects in crimes and then sucked into the justice system and basically disappear. Luckily for Adnan, one of his biggest supporters is a family friend named Rabia Chaudhry. Rabia was the person who contacted Sarah Koenig, a producer at This American Life, because she thought that getting the media involved with Adnan's case would allow for further investigations and possibly breakthroughs that would prove Adnan's innocence. Sarah Koenig did spend a year investigating Adnan's case, talking to witnesses, going through all the court documents, and consulting legal advisors about what might change something in this case. And then she distilled all that information into the Serial podcast, which came out in 2014. Adnan has always maintained his innocence, and the evidence against him is circumstantial, including no DNA evidence. There are problems with the police involved, his lawyer, the witnesses, and then he entered a court system that was biased against him. This podcast brings to light the inequality of people with racialized backgrounds experienced in the justice system, including Black, Brown, and Indigenous people, as well as discrimination against those who practice certain faiths, including Islam. 
Granted, this case is American, and the Canadian system might be a bit better, but not much. For example, Adnan's lawyer, Christina Gutierrez, didn't follow all possible leads in the case in order to prove Adnan's innocence. The best example of this is the letters Adnan received from Asia McLean, which described how she was talking to him at the public library when she was waiting for her boyfriend to pick her up. This occurred exactly at the time the murder was supposed to have taken place, but Christina Gutierrez, his criminal defense lawyer, never followed up about the letters or contacted Asia McLean. Listeners can't help wondering if having this alibi would have proven Adnan's innocence. regard to racialized and minority experiences in the justice system, I learned more specifically about the Indigenous experience with policing and the justice system by reading the book Seven Fallen Feathers, Racism, Death, and Hard Truths in a Northern City by Tanya Talaga. I was really shocked to read about these deaths of Indigenous high school students in Thunder Bay, Ontario, with basically no police action or investigation, because the death of an Indigenous person is not treated with the same urgency as a non-Indigenous person. The book starts with the story of Cheney Wenjack, the young boy who died on the railroad tracks trying to find his way home from residential school, and featured in Gore Downey's book, The Secret Path. The rest of the teenagers were more recent deaths that all happened in Thunder Bay and were basically written off as accidental when foul play may have actually played a part. When you hear about these issues, you wonder why more is not being done to guarantee universal equality within the justice system, which is supposed to be blind. According to a recent CBC article, a new administrator has been appointed to oversee the Thunder Bay Police Board and hopefully make some positive changes, as, according to the article, the last appointed administrator did not resolve the persistent issues of systemic discrimination and incomplete investigations of Indigenous sudden deaths. It sounds like this is supposed to be helpful, but apparently local First Nations groups have not been consulted and their leaders have called for the dismantling of the Thunder Bay Police Service. That's how bad things are. Seven Fallen Feathers was shocking in many of the same ways as Serial as it highlights the systemic discrimination that exists within the justice system, including court systems and police forces, in addition to society in general. In Seven Fallen Feathers, the evidence clearly points to Indigenous teens being murdered, and yet the cases were written off with little to no investigation. In Serial, Adnan Syed is possibly guilty because of his ties to Heyman Lee, but it really doesn't seem like there's enough proof to convict him, and yet he was convicted. The other person closest to Adnan and Hay was Jay, who was black, and because he was black, he was given very little credibility and manipulated by police to help support their story so the case could be closed. The little value that is put on those indigenous lives and the life of a Pakistani Muslim immigrant is something our society, in general, is okay with, and that is something that needs to change.
A 2019 article in the New York Times entitled Serial Podcast Case is Declined by Supreme Court gives a follow-up on Serial and Anon's case. Serial has been downloaded more than 175 million times, won a Peabody Award, and turned into a four-part HBO documentary titled The Case Against Adnan Syed. However, as the title of the article states, Adnan is not getting a new trial and his murder conviction and life sentence still stands. Interestingly, the article also points out that because of Serial, Adnan's case became a topic of national conversation. I think the reason it became a topic of national conversation is because when you start understanding the facts of the case and hearing from the witnesses, you can't help but seriously doubt if Adnan was wrongly convicted. Then the questions arise, how could that happen and why did that happen? Unfortunately, the answers are ones that people are uncomfortable with because they point to systemic racism and that is a hard issue to tackle. I think Serial being produced as a podcast was the main reason that Adnan's story became so well known. It's really obvious that Sarah Koenig put a lot of time and effort into her research and left no stone unturned when it came to following potential leads who might have useful information. Furthermore, I think the podcast format of just audio with no visual images allows listeners to leave behind many of their personal biases when they hear Adnan's story. Listeners know from the beginning that Adnan is a Pakistani Muslim, but that detail leaves your mind as you listen to how the story unfolds. I think the other problem is that most people assume that the justice system is fair, so as you listen, you get some surprises and then feel angry and sad at how Adnan didn't really get an impartial trial or judgment. The New York Times article I read had a current photo of Adnan in his 30s, with a full beard and wearing a taqiyah, or Muslim skullcap. Those are exactly the type of images that are often portrayed in negative light in the media, and we have become conditioned to associate images of Muslim men with terrorism. Because Serial was a podcast and had no associated images, listeners were more objective when they heard Adnan's story instead of seeing him, categorizing him according to their personal biases, and then assuming he was guilty. Another reason that Serial was so successful as a podcast is because listeners get to hear Adnan and other people involved in the case speak for themselves. A lot of people think they would be able to tell if someone is guilty, and as listeners, we all very quickly judge Adnan, and at some points, we do think that he's guilty. But for the most part, we think that he's innocent. I thought he was innocent anyways. I thought it was really interesting to hear people's voices and the emotion in their voices, because that gives a lot more information than just reading about the details of the case on paper. Adnan says he's innocent, and there really is no proof. So the power of listening to the podcast is trying to decide for yourself whether he is guilty or not. Overall, 
I think the podcast format turned this story into a national topic of conversation because of what it provided, which was a less biased way of learning about a non-story because it didn't have images which would trigger stereotypes and discrimination, but was very engaging because we got to hear from Anand himself, and we got to use his voice to judge for ourselves as to whether or not he is guilty. I think most listeners get to the end of the podcast and don't know 100% for sure whether Anand is guilty or innocent, but what seems to be irrefutable is the fact that he was not treated fairly within the justice system, which is a more common experience than most people realize for people of color, those of certain faiths, indigenous people, and other minority groups. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Bye!